walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, in this art he is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah. Mm. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the sorry. Am I yelling? I'm yelling already. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host. The hardest part of the ring. Known also as Kyle, known also as Little Squeaky Thirty Nine, if uh, if we're aim friends, uh, it's a little foreshadowing, by the way. Not not for me, but talk a little bit, talk a little aim on this podcast. Talk a little AOL chats, talking polos. Speaking of which, just noticed I'm still wearing my work polo. Coming at you, semi cash on this bump day but uh what the hell are we even talking about in your house seven what we're talking about today good friends better enemies is it better enemy is it is it better or bitter enemies let's see here let's do a little research key wouldn't want to steer you wrong in your house seven backdoor sluts nine no it's not what i want wwf good friends better enemies we got it. We got there, folks. But uh, yes, that is the show we we're discussing today. Very interesting show. <laughs> Very interesting show, to say the least. Um, that's the beauty of this podcast, at least for me, is I get to go back and watch a lot of stuff that I've never seen before. A lot of stuff I'm not aware of. And this show very much represents that. There's a lot of stuff I haven't seen on this show, but there's there's for good. There's good and bad. With that, there's some stuff that I'm glad I got to see. There's some stuff I wish I hadn't seen. But we get into all of it. Lots of wacky characters, lots of awful storylines, awful segments, but also some match of the year contenders. So that's a very prime episode to uh, stick around to the end, uh, because at the end of the podcast, we'll rate the, we'll rate the show, we'll grade it, we'll uh, see if the show gave us any best of or worst of of the year of 1996 as the hardest promotion battle continues uh wwf versus wcw versus ecw which promotion is the hardest probably one of these nipples god damn but um yeah stick around to the end and we'll see if any cream rises to the top or if any cream curdles huh that's something we can work with that uh, but lots to get into on this show. But first, we've got to give a shout out to my guest, Just from the Get Show podcast. Returning to the show, one of my favorite guests. Well, I can't say that. That makes everybody else feel inferior. One of my favorite bald Filipino guests. 
uh, <laughs> the Gut Show podcast. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts every week. They uh, talk some current day wrestling, some other pop culture type stuff as well, but they make it all entertaining, which uh, a lot of podcasts forget to do nowadays. So uh, highly recommend the Get Show podcast. All their info in the description. Great follows on social media, on the Twitter and Instagram as well. Follow me at Apron Bump, apronbump.com, Apron Bump, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Did I say TikTok already? Probably not. Um, what else are we plugging? Wrestling Wars of the 90s. You like this era of wrestling. You like the mid-90s. I strongly suggest that you go to apronbump.com and you can go to the episodes tab at the top. You can filter down to whatever promotion, whatever era you'd like to hear me recap, me and various guests. And you can select Wrestling Wars of the... Or you can select New Generation and I'll bring you to all of those episodes, all of those reviews in chronological order. Hop on the train. Chew, chew. Get in my caboose. And uh, kind of lost my train of thought there. But do that. Do, do, do those things. I'm a little sleepy. But uh, with that, let's open the door and come inside your house. WWF in your house seven. Good friends. Better enemies with myself and Just from the Get Cho podcast. Apparently, there's a. Uh, did you? I don't know if you saw that thing where like uh, um, the Rock is involved in like a kidnap. I saw like a headline. What what is the deal with that? So like this old this old TNA wrestler um, Trent. Uh, I can't remember, but she's a woman. Trinity. And, uh, not Trinity. Her name was like Ra well, her name was like Ra Raha Khan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like an old, like back in the day. I don't even know if like from your she episode. Was with Scott Steiner. Yeah, like for a brief moment. And mm -hmm. um anyway, she's she claims to have like somebody is having like this big elaborate scheme to like mm -hmm. abduct her and her children, and like the rock is the one that's like at the head of like planning this whole thing. Well, didn't she like list like a ton of people yeah, involved yeah. Mm -hmm. was so was he just one of those people or was he like a, a, a its own thing well i don't know it's kind of it's like the more you read about it the more it seems like a fast and furious plot <laughs> you know it like rock, rock is the head and then you have like because i think johnny depp was like one of the people named in it too so he's right. like probably the guy you know what i'm saying doing the crimes like you know i don't know it's it's weird though and Johnny Depp's like the guy on the computer, like hacking into the uh, mainframe or whatever. I could do it. You can see this is a movie. You know what I'm saying? Look, Ro the Rock's been in stupider movies. Let's mm -hmm. be honest. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. if, if hey, DJ, if you're listening. Hey, you know, hey and Johnny little, Depp needs a little bit of a comeback. Nothing big. Something small like this, you know? Yeah. Is he not doing Is he not doing good in Hollywood now? Is he like blacklisted? No, I think, he, I think he's good now. Now that the whole thing came out and the, the truth was the truth is out there now, you know, she's shit in his bed and shit know. in his bed. I think the therapist like when that when that news came out about the therapist, how like she was basically talking over him and all these things, I think. And then how, like how her lawyers were kind of like not good at being mm -hmm. lawyers. So. It was a trip, man. It was it was dude, entertainment for a while, dude. Dude, it might have been his best movie. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what's what, what, what's your top three? Johnny, Johnny Depp's. Depp Ooh, yeah. Uh, okay, so you got to go Edward Scissorhands is like top. 
right? I've never seen go Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> uh, what? I've played. I've played Edward Forty Hands, but I've never watched Edward Scissorhands. Okay, Scissorhands okay, okay. Interesting. Um, so yeah, that's top. Um, and you got to go the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's the he played the uh, S- Sleepy Hollow? He played the head of Host Hortman. Okay. Uh, okay. And then he did another one just like that where he played the uh, uh, Sweeney Todd. That was pretty good. I'm realizing I haven't really seen a lot of Johnny Depp movies. <laughs> You're like, what are these? What I mean, I've heard movies? of these movies. I've just, I haven't seen them because I'm not 87 okay, okay, years old okay, like you okay, are. Okay, but okay. Um, let's see. What have I seen? I, I don't even. I've seen some of Pirates. Uh, not the okay. porn. Well, that too. But he wasn't in that, I don't think. No, um, unfortunately, no. He didn't make the cut. Maybe the sequel he will be. But maybe Sonny will be too, right? Oh, yeah. since we're right on there, right on the subject, right on yeah. the subject. Hey. She's got her uh, got her buns out and all, right? <laughs> uh, so she's a, a dual Slammy Award winner Dude. here, a uh, manager who, who of the year and best buns. Who would get that award now? Who would get that award now? Biggie? Best buns? Yeah, Biggie, Ooh, maybe? That's a, that's a great question. That's a great question. Are we talking about just WWE? WWE, like let's do across the board all wrestling promotions. Okay, okay. So WWE, Titus O'Neil probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got, got a trunk. A... He's got a trunk. Or Theory. Theory's got some. Theory, uh... really? That's he's more carrying a wagon. Okay. okay. Yeah. Take a look next time you okay. see Theory. I have to check that out. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Don't don't do it while we're recording because you'll just get distracted and all worked up and sweaty. <laughs> we can't have that. We can't have that. Uh, I know he talks about A Town Down, but something might be an A Town Up. I mean, what do you think the A stands for? You know? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. I feel you. Okay. Okay. A Down Face Up or whatever the song is. <laughs> however, however face you do. Down it. Ass Up. Okay. Uh, okay. I do it okay. the other way personally, but teach their own. Hey, teach their own. Right. Right. Oh man, Hangman Page, Hangman Page got to be in yeah, that yeah. category, right? That's right? a good one. That, that one, that, that's dense. That's a dense one. Yes, yes. I like the way it moves after it does the uh, the layer, right? You know, the little yeah, bounce. the little slow mo action. <laughs> yeah. Man, well, before this takes too much of a turn, uh, <laughs> the, 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 save that for Pornhub. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, in your ha- speaking of getting in your house, hey. we got in your house seven. Hey, good friends, better enemies. Jeez. Come on, did you get did you get a chance to check this show out? Oh yeah, I've I've watched this show several many times, and it's like I've watched it in different different times too. Like mostly, I watch the uh, the main event, the HBK versus Diesel match, and then um. You know, just to kind of like backtrack on like when the click was leaving WWE. So I've seen the Razor mm-hmm. Ramon, Vader. Um, but this is the first time, weirdly enough, that this is the first time I actually watched it in whole, like from one really? to, from from start to finish. Um, and this is the first time I've seen the Godwins versus the Body Donnas, which was <laughs> I know, I know we're I know we're kind of like starting, but like was, you know, w- was very sleepy to watch. Yeah, it was um, it wasn't a bad match, I guess. But uh, yeah, the tag division just wasn't. Uh, it wasn't good special. back then. It wasn't good, and it was like, it was like kind of like I don't know. It was like uh, of that of that time. It was the one that was like stuck in the eighties. Like everything had been kind of like pushing mm. forward a little bit. 
Um, but that division was just suffering until basically until like maybe a year or two. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's always suffered to this day. Man, with, you're with right. A, you're an right. occasional bubble. They'll be like, oh, let's care about tag team wrestling. And then they'll right. move on from it. True, true, true. Um, but uh, yeah, you brought it up with the click leaving. So th- this mm. is both Diesel's and R- R- Razor's last pay-per-view, right? Yeah, I believe this is their last uh, pay-per-view show before the uh, the Madison Square Garden curtain call. Right. And it's kind yeah. of weird because like, you know, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but he still gets a pop, Razor. Dude, yeah, he hasn't been on TV in a while because right. he got suspended. Right. So he hasn't been on TV since before WrestleMania, which is at least a month at this point. Right, but right. They love him, man. Dude. I mean. Like, Vader couldn't do anything to to get the crowd over. I mean, <laughs> like, like, it, like all, all Razor would do was just like a one chop and like the Nebraska crowd would be like, oh, yeah, woo, Cornhuskers. Is that your Nebraska accent? Um, it kind kind of. <laughs> I mean, try. it was kind of it was, was kind of like a in between Mo- Montana and uh, you know. All right. You know. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, but yeah, Omaha, Nebraska. This is where this is where the show takes place, and mm-hmm. definitely, uh, you kind of alluded to it. It's kind of uh, a transition period for the company because they're they're starting to get away from all the goofy gimmicks although there's still some to come so they're not completely out of it but there's like a lot of realism elements like diesel is pre- diesel's pretty much kevin nash with a diesel on his chest and pretty much they got like all like the gold dust stuff we'll, we'll get to that trust me but uh <laughs> got more of an edge to it we're not quite attitude era yet but you can definitely see the seeds being planted here yes. and uh overall man I mean, I, I kind of enjoyed the show. It's it's a pretty, I think there's value in a pay-per-view not being super long. I mean, this one, mm-hmm. it's sub two hours, as are pretty much all of these in your houses, at least in this era. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed the show pretty much, um, for the most part. And um, I think it's one of the best shows of 96 so far at this point. Really? But, uh, okay, okay, okay. Not, that's not saying a lot. But uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. The main event helped. I mean, the main event, well, we'll get to it. But yeah, man, that was incredible yeah, i had never seen i had never seen any of these matches before really okay yeah okay for sure well I, I mean like yeah i i agree like coming off of wrestlemania because this is the first one after wrestlemania 12 i mm-hmm. believe so coming yeah. off of the wrestlemania 12 which was kind of like uh you know it was very bulky there was a lot of things going on the iron man match the yeah. The uh the Hollywood um thing with the uh, Goldust and Roddy Piper the backdoor brawl the backdoor brawl right yeah so it was like a very theatrical heavy and then you go to this one it's kind of like a real chill like it's yeah I want I don't want to say Monday Night Raw like but it had elements of a Raw you know like especially when you're doing the whole the whole thing of Ultimate Warrior and Goldust doing <laughs> nothing like absolutely <laughs> nothing you know what I'm saying and it was like it was long. It was like almost 20 minutes. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess they were going to have a match and then Goldust was injured. And okay, well, we'll get into it. But uh, was it or was it a warrior thing? Like, oh, I'm not going to do this, brother. I'm not going to do Could have been a little him. bit of both. I'm not going to work with that. I'm not going to work with that guy. Do you think Ultimate Warrior is a fan of Goldust? I think the only thing that Ultimate Warrior is a fan of is money. Okay. All he yeah. cares about is money. I mean, the guy, do you remember the guy? I think at this point, he changed his name just to Warrior. Right. Like, he didn't, he wasn't, I forgot his real name, but. um, Jim Hellwig. Name. Jim Hellwig. I think he was calling himself Warrior for real. 
And his whole thing was like, you know, he wants to be a good role model for kids and all this. But like, what's a good role model like doing smoking a cigar? Like, you know, Vince McMahon was appalled. He's like, oh, I don't believe he smokes. (laughs) Vince was on one. Oh, dude. Yeah, this one. (laughs) You know, those are just a few. uh, It's me, Austin. (laughs) It's so funny when you hear like new generation vince but you hear like the attitude era vince come out every once in a oh, while and yeah 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 and they made a vet he's like getting pissed at oh he's a new was. guy now he's got like you know a villainous mustache you know what i'm saying a little like oh now know? yeah yeah he's, he's a different sh- guy sh- straight out of lazy town this Sheesh. new vince mcmahon Jeez, he looks like a a miami vice drug dealer you know oh he probably is let's be <laughs> honest at this point i mean yeah speaking of drugs we got uh, Jake Roberts here in this opening match. And Ahmed Johnson versus uh, the team of Owen Hart and British Bulldog. Mm. It was so one thing that was bizarre when I was watching this, I'm yeah. looking at it. I'm looking at yeah. everybody involved. And I'm like, Jake Roberts is the most well off health health wise <laughs> to, today. I mean, obviously, I mean, including oh, the ref, three of these guys are dead. You today, got Ahmed Johnson, who today. is. No, yeah, today. Today he is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ahmed Johnson, I don't know what he's doing. I'm, I'm sure he hasn't slimmed down since his no, WCW days. No, no <laughs> I'm pretty that. sure he's still sweating somewhere. And Jake Roberts looks pretty much like he does now, just gray. <laughs> probably, he's probably even healthier than he is at this point. Right, at, right. At the, so. No, you're right. He is probably more healthier than this. But, um, yeah, we got a tag team match. We got Ahmed Johnson and Jake Roberts versus Owen Hart and British Bulldog. Uh, Camp Cornette, as that oh. team's called. Of course, yes. they're accompanied yes. by Jim Cornette and Clarence Mason. Ooh, Clarence Mason. Are you a big Clarence Mason guy? You know, I mean, he, I think when it comes to like certain managers, like he gets, um, he gets forget, he gets forgotten, uh, you know, and he had, he wasn't like the best, but he, he was involved in a lot of like pretty decent storylines. You know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. Cornette was around and when, um, when like you know, remember Paul Ellery for LOD was a pretty key a manager, Bobby Heenan. So like yeah. he was like it, that bridge point, you know. The uh, he's kind of the oh, what's his name? Mark Sterling from AEW. He was the Mark, original. There you go. There you go. There we go. There you go. There we go. And Jim Cornette. I mean, Jim Cornette's. I think is among some of the best. Oh, dude, at this time, work of all time. Yeah, yeah. with the racket. In the glasses? All right, I don't know about the racket. The racket isn't my favorite part of him. <laughs> the way he just talks so much and yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's so cartoony. It's, mm-hmm. it's he's entertaining, mm-hmm. um, and he helps whoever he's with because he, he just seems so into it, which right, I appreciate. Right, right. But um, so the build up to this match, I mean, so in between WrestleMania and this show, they did a tour. I don't know if it was all across Europe, but they went to Germany. Mm-hmm. And they showed some uh, call or um, flashbacks to Germany when they were in the ring. And I guess Jake Roberts threw his snake all over Cornette. So now <laughs> he's pissed. And uh, so now we have this match. And the way this match starts is weird because the the Owen and Bulldog come out. Yeah. And then Jake comes out. And then Clarence Mason, I guess, has some sort of injunction or a, a writ. Is that what it's called? I guess you could say a writ. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was trying to prevent Jake from whipping his snake out <laughs> and, uh, Jake just rips it. 
Yeah. Which I guess yeah. makes it null and void. I, I don't know. But mm-hmm. uh, he, ta- mm-hmm. he takes his snick out, puts it on Jim Cornette, and then we get a good line from Vince. I think he's going to die. So, because he, <laughs> he faints. It's a little, 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 right. little harsh. Right. But um, but then Jake leaves. He like just starts walking yeah. to the back. And then Ahmed Johnson, so was he planning on not having a match? <laughs> was Ahmed not scheduled for this? Was he just wet for no reason i don't know but he's like oh i got i'm not i'm not sweaty enough let me add more water uh, <laughs> let me add more stall stall go ahead stall you know he he leaves a snail trail dude johnson dude i i i tend to say that that's why like not a lot of high flyers like to like have a match with him because he just make the ropes slippery you know that's why that's why that's what i'm thinking you know Among but dude reasons. like ahmed johnson like I, I there was so much promise with this guy like, I guess he just never caught on to just being a WWF superstar or he, or he just didn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the look and, you know, that he his furniture, his furniture, his finisher, the Pro River Punch, I thought was really good. But yeah. he just never like caught on for some reason. I guess that's the reason why they put it with Jake. But. Yeah, he's definitely I mean, to call him rough around the edges at this point would be oh, dude mild <laughs> but uh i agree man he had the look he he was so intense yes. in this match just for no reason all the <laughs> yelling he was doing he was stomping i think it was owen in the corner you know people just stomp a guy yeah, while they're sitting yeah. in the corner he's doing 360 stomps for no yeah. reason he's spinning around he's yelling he's punching himself for the hell oh, he's fantastic maybe he just couldn't keep this energy up for however long he was there but right 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 damn. right right it's fantastic but um yeah the match is what it is it's an opening match um i don't even have real i mean the, the end comes when jim Cornette hits uh jake roberts mm-hmm. or no he hands the racket to bulldog and then bulldog hits jake roberts with the racket in the knee and then right. bulldog locks in some sort of submission i don't know what he's i guess a heel hook it looked like it looked i don't like know. that i can't remember the, the name of it whatever whatever move that he was capable of doing other than the chin lock <laughs> You know, <laughs> it was like he was like setting up for a single leg Boston yeah. crab, but he never flipped him <laughs> over. He just kind of held his leg upright. I guess. Right, right. <laughs> Old ass Chick Roberts. That's <laughs> all you need to do. Taps out. Camp Cornette wins. But uh, I thought this is this was fun for what it was. What about you? I thought, you know what? I, I didn't mind it too much. I thought it was OK. Yeah. Um, th- It's funny because Owen Hart and British Bulldog, they remain like a team even after this, like right. they were, they remain like as a tag team or sometimes they go on singles, but they always come back being as like a team. You know what I'm saying? I guess you could say yeah. like it was early attitude era, heart foundation before they became like the heart foundation, mm-hmm. but they were always like with each other. Yeah. Cause I think Brian Pillman, I think just signed at this point. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And Brett, Brett is, I think he's doing some TV show or whatever. This is after WrestleMania when he leaves. Lonesome Dove? So. Is he doing like Lonesome Dove? Or is that what it's called? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch that show? <clears throat> oh, no. I knew When that show came on, I knew it was time for me to go to sleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like that's some bonus content for one of our podcasts. We need to get up and uh, oh, some and Lonesome Dove. <laughs> watch, watch some Lonesome Dove. Uh, season little watch one. along action. There we go. <laughs> um, but... Yeah. Uh, Jay, Jake Roberts, he was lonesome here as he tapped out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Ahmed was wet. That's pretty Dude, much Ahmed looked like, well, I know we're going to win the next match, but Ahmed yeah. looked like he wasn't sure what happened. Like he wasn't, he looked like he wasn't sure if the match was over or he needed to do more. 
because he's just like left like his hands and his hips like ah oh, all right like yo it's jake is leaving you leave too like brother you you flip that switch in ahmed there's no off switch <laughs> that guy just vision. goes he goes he's he adds an extra knee pad every time i see him i swear for no reason he had him on his oh, thighs yeah. it's oh he's slithering he had, around like, the ring elbow pads remember he had like two elbow pads like one red at one least black? like dude yeah. <laughs> it's something circulation doesn't mean anything i mean like Oh, also, one thing that bothered about me about this, well, not just this match in particular, but it's just beginning to bother me the more I watch this era. Why is Diana Hart there every fucking oh, I, match yeah. that Bulldog is yes. <laughs> every time? And it's always like they have her position, like second row, like right by the yeah. ring post. Just so like they the can same, do a quick, you know. The same dumb thing. look, though. Damn. It's like it's one thing if it's Bulldog and Brett, like I get it that you're, you're torn between the two, but there's <laughs> There's no implications here. What is, right, is she, right. she banging Ahmed Johnson at this point? I don't know. Right. And you know what? She never seems like she's enjoying herself. Oh, she hates wrestling, I think. Maybe. I mean, but she's been around it her whole life. Maybe she's like, why do I have to be here? You know, I've they're doing nothing, you know. Bulldogs. You better come watch me match. I, I did, I says. Oh, come on, Diane. <laughs> I can't do it as good, good as you. But. When you. When you try to do that, you just sound... American when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got two Americans here in this next match. Nice. We got Goldust defending oh. the Intercontinental Championship against the Ultimate Warrior. Oh my gosh. What a uh what a cast of characters involved. Dude. That's not enough. We got we'll <laughs> touch on it more when he gets more involved. But Goldust has a new bodyguard. Yeah. Who I from what I understand, this was his only appearance, and I can I can't oh, blame him it? because okay. he he, di- he didn't do his job for one. Oh, um, by the way, do you know who that bodyguard is? I don't know who it was, but he looks like the guy that sings Mumble Number Five. That's what I thought. But you know what? I can't tell you that I know what he looks like, but <laughs> I've heard his voice and I can see and it. May you see it? Okay. But at first, at first, when um. Because, you know, their light system wasn't as good as now. Like, at first, I was like, Mr. Hughes? And then as he came closer, I'm I like, oh, that's not Mr. You think, right, because they wear they yeah. the same outfit. But, uh, no, it was <laughs> Mantar. Oh! Oh, you mean the yeah. the, the rest, the guy that actually becomes Mantar? Well, or Mantar, Mantar already happened. And it was very oh, short-lived. Shit. It did have, oh my gosh. Okay. He actually All went right. to ECW okay. and now has come back. And now is is oh just the un, unnamed bodyguard of Goldust. Wow, just, man. Okay, okay. Now I can see it now. I mean, I would prefer wow. if he just had the the fucking the helmet, you know, yeah, the, the Mantar gimmick with just being the bodyguard. He'd be more menacing, I think. Exactly, exactly. Who am I? Who am I? But I guess he's looking like uh, a Dick Tracy villain. I can see it. I can you know? see it. He definitely needed a cigar. He was the only one in this match that didn't smoke a cigar. He was the one that looked <laughs> tailor made to be smoking a cigar. Marlena, of Marlena course, was smoking. Dust. They they all hit she, that. They all hit it. They, they all took a hit. You're right. You know. What I'm saying? And uh, but to get to that point, so this this feud, um, well, really, you could understand the build up if you just watched the little clip they showed before the match. It was during mm-hmm. the free for all, I guess. Yes. Yes. Ultimate Warrior was backstage, and then Goldust just comes up to him and blows <laughs> dust at his face. 
And then Ultimate Warrior has the most hilarious reaction. I don't even remember what exactly he did, but he was just, it was the most Ultimate Warrior, like, oh, yeah, yeah. For no reason. And super offended, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, I bet. But uh, I see title here. Goldust, he has a, he has a knee injury, I guess. Is it's <laughs> his knees wrapped in bandages? So I don't know what the uh, what the, the extent of it is. He was he walked <laughs> to the ring find, and he kind of gingerly ran away. So I don't think it's too serious. Yeah, but, right. Um, I don't even know where the fuck it's. What what did you make of dude, what happened here, dude? So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm looking at this match, and I'm like, okay, so. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny because, like, a lot of the times when 96 is brought up, they always talk about, like, Shawn Michaels, you know, uh, yeah. Bret Hart, and then they, uh, <clears throat> like, you know, Hunter Hearst Hermley finally coming over, and then they talk about, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin finally being Stone Cold, right? Mm-hmm. But they never talk about, like, how good of a worker Goldust was, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Even though, like, he wasn't, even though, like, at the time, he was very, 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 like, ahead of his time and very kind of, like, you know, rubbed people the wrong way. But, like, he could work, though, in the ring. Like, all those dark matches and all those, like, squash matches, he was putting in work, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, f- I feel like he's always forgotten, so shout out to him. But this match, though, like, there was, like a you match, said, even, is, is being not a even generous. a match. <laughs> not even a match. It was, like, them sitting around, passing the uh, cigar, you know, puff, puff, pass. And then you Whoa. had Ultima Warrior trying to make an ultimate warrior type match and just, you know, it, it was, it was weird. And then remember Goldust grabs the mic. Well, he grabs the mic because as you know, it's ultimate warrior gets in Goldust runs away because he's scared for whatever reason, I guess, cause he's injured or whatever. Mm-hmm. Marlena drops her cigar running out with Goldust. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate yeah. warrior picks up the cigar and starts smoking it. And Vince is like, oh, God, I don't even believe he smokes last I checked. It's like just meaningless, valueless quips from Vince McMahon. Yeah, but, yeah. So Warrior's in there smoking and Goldust is pissed. But he's like, whatever. But then Warrior grabs the, the director's chair. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's too much. And by the way, as I'm explaining this, people listen, you might be wondering, well, why doesn't the bodyguard stop him? Well, because he's a fucking pussy, apparently. <laughs> he doesn't do anything to help anybody. He's he just yelling, hey, he's got the chair. That's too much. Right, right. So Warrior sits in the director's chair in the middle of the ring, smoking the cigar. And Goldust, isn't, he doesn't want to go do anything about it. So what does the crowd chant at him? Oh, they chant some evil stuff. They chant some some slurs, some expletives. I, I, my audio was bad. What what slurs were they? They were chanting faggot. It was just <laughs> faggot over and over again. Now, Goldust, it's like, okay, you have some of the guys, the the young the, the young adults, dudes uh-huh. with hats and whatever, they're like uh-huh. yelling that at them. Ringside. That's like a frequently seen thing. No. All of right. Omaha is chanting fact. Yeah. The, the dudes, their wives, the kids, yeah. the grandmas, everybody's just collectively coming together. Fag, mm-hmm. get, fag. And I heard this, I'm like, they couldn't possibly be chanting that. So I rewound it, and you could see right. their mouths saying it. So it was like, yeah. I mean, cool. it, there's I, the part where he pants to the crowd, and you see like a bunch of people just clearly saying it too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But then again, you know, th- does it really surprise you? I mean, they're probably not used to seeing oh, something no. like Goldust in their area. You know? <laughs> yeah, probably not a lot of those in Nebraska you know? at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was just a different time, too. I mean, you know. I mean, it was, is, did much change over there in 
Omaha. Oh, no, oh, Nebraska. I don't think it's changed much, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's a very good point. Very good point. Um, but say Goldust, yeah, to your point, he grabs the mic. He's like, if you if you don't stop, I'm gonna come out there and kiss all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this rules. What a comeback, too. And I could you imagine, like, one of the, the family members was telling their son, like, see, Clarence, you better stop. He's going to come here and kiss you. <laughs> oh, no, mother. What would that mean? Am I going to go to hell? Well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that just incensed everybody. Else. Like, I ain't having this boy come up a hair and kiss me. <laughs> if anybody's going to yeah. kiss me, it's going to be my cow. That's how I dated your cousin now there. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is all. By the way, I guess this is all the match is what Dude, we're talking about right now. <laughs> grabbing, grabbing the grabbing the director's chair was the high spot. Yeah, I, I, would, I would spot. say so. You know, say and then maybe the false count anywhere part, maybe the false count part was the passing of the cigar. Mm. They had the same effect, you know. I see. I see. I you like know. what you're. I like what you're saying. It's kind yeah. of a new in-ring, in-ring psychology. You know, what I'm saying. Oh, so they were just ahead of their time. Way, way, way ahead of their time. You know. I see. I see. Not. E- I mean, did you see the way that Ultimate Warrior like only held it with like his two fingers and then pass it over to Goldust? How do you hold a cigar? It's like some people pass it like that, but the way Goldust grabbed it, it was like almost like uh, grabbed it with his mouth, and then he maneuvered in. Yeah, grabbed it with his middle to asshole. index, and then the thumb, which is kind of difficult to do if you you know. The talent on this guy's endless. I'm telling you, uh, with it. gloves on those cold, golden ass gloves, you know. Yeah, well, growing up, because I was very young during this time, I thought mm-hmm. Goldust is his body was just gold. Like I thought that was just. <laughs> I never really thought like where is this. Balls and dick. Was, oh, he's just—he's just a gold guy. <laughs> I never, never put. Well, dude, that suit did not. I mean, that suit did not hide anything. It was like all there to see he's, for the world to see. He's a confident one, dude. It's Dustin, dude. I mean, I've said this I many mean, times, but that outfit did nothing for his ass. I mean, it was like literally sometimes, sometimes that ring gear would be in his ass. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> So he's not in the running for best buns. Oh, no, no. This no. one, no, man. No, 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 no. It's really unfortunate. These are dried up biscuits from Popeye's. That's the kind <laughs> of buns that he got. That's how dare you. Uh, okay, so what's happening here? So they're smoking. By the way, now the, now we're all just passing it, like you said. There's no That's hostility. Yeah. It, it, Warrior even helps Goldust put his rope back on. What a guy. <laughs> And they're smoking. Goldust is sitting in his chair. He's passing it. He passes it to Warrior. And then Warrior gives him the old Puerto Rican, uh, oh. the you know, you know uh-huh, what the moms uh-huh. do. Um, then, then Goldust is hurt, and then he runs away. But then Mantar finally does something. He tries to attack <laughs> Warrior. But then Warrior just beats the shit out of Mantar and his right. stupid fedora and just slams him. <laughs> Gets gets wrecked. I guess this is the sole reason Mantar was called back is just to get his ass kicked by Warrior, right? But I guess that's the high point of his career. So uh, yeah, good stuff, right? I, I mean, Warrior did never took off his jacket, right? He, it was worn the whole time. I right? guess he I he put so, on right? clothes. He put on Gold Dust's <laughs> wig and, and oh, Mantar's yeah. fedora. So. Oh my gosh, yeah, and it's so and it's so bad too because like you know remember that I think um. 
in around like uh, 2002 or 2001, WWE releases that Destruction of Ultimate Warrior, that DVD. Mm, yeah. And it's like, I thought it was so messed up, like how they had de- dedicated the whole DVD just to bash somebody. But after watching this match, I, I can see why. Because remember in WrestleMania 12, he just has a squash match with Triple H. Mm-hmm. And it, apparently it was Warrior's idea just to do the whole 12 second thing. So yeah, I, 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 I mean, can imagine I, I that it. this whole thing was probably Ultimate Warrior's idea too. You know, dude, I I have no because I know his his run here is pretty short lived, but I yeah, have like no recollection of anything he does in this run, right? Other other than him squashing Triple H, but that's like the extent of it. So all of this, mm-hmm. I had no idea, and I'm looking forward to whatever he does next. I guess I don't th- I don't think he's on any anything after this. If really? I'm thinking, yeah, because I remember Beware of Dog is after this, mm-hmm. and um. I don't remember him being on that card, though. Well, I could be wrong, but... Don't know. Uh, but you know who's on this card? is Vader Ooh. versus Razor Ramon. So Razor I guess... Razor Razor's last <laughs> WWF. Well, until he comes back in 02, but, uh, right. which we covered. But um, yeah. his last run as Razor here. And going up against Vader, so... Really, what this comes down to, I guess, is Razor's on the way out. Vader's just got there. He's still getting yes. built up. He took out Yokozuna on Raw. Mm. They had to forklift him out. My gosh. Vader's still a monster at this point, so let's have him pancake one of the biggest stars of the, the new generation here in Razor Ramon. Um, it was fine, I guess. It was kind of boring at some points, but I don't know. I, I enjoy watching Razor, and I enjoy yes. Vader, so... It can only be so bad. What would you, you think of this? I Honestly, I thought that this was a pretty good match, even by today's standards, in terms of, like, yeah. you know, if you want to say the New Japan strong style and and just, like, you know, WWE style of wrestling. I thought this was really good. I thought the crowd sucked, obviously. Oh. Uh, you know. But, like... They were still reeling from oh. trying not to get kissed from gold dust. <laughs> You're still traumatized by the, yeah, the, the idea of gold dust yeah. kissing. The, yeah, you're right. But like, but you know, but they're they're corn huskers. What 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 are they? Uh, all that corn syrup. You know what I'm saying? What, what yeah, are they their really assholes doing? are filled with corn, so you can't put anything <laughs> in there. But but uh, yeah, I thought this match was good, and I, and it's cool because like I don't think I ever seen Razor Ramon wear that ring attire, the the black and gold with the gold boots. I thought mm. that was kind of different from you know you know, from like the other looks that he's had, but I thought this was a good match. I mean, defeat the strength though on, on Scott Hall, you know, doing the suplexes on, on, on Vader. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if you caught that part, but there's a part near the end where like, uh, Vader has razor on the ring post and he goes to mm-hmm. hit him with the right hand. And I thought that that was like a legit connect, like it connect for real. Probably was right. Cause I was trying to see like, cause they talk about Vader at this time being like, he he couldn't let go of that tr- his, that strong style, so he was trying to convert over to the WWE. So there'll be times mm-hmm. where he actually hit somebody for real, and um, I was trying to see that in the match, and I think that was like one of those moments. But overall, I thought yeah. I thought this was good. I thought this was good. Yeah, no, that's a good point of him like transitioning his style because I just recently watched the Rumble match where he debuted, mm, and okay. before he came in, you got like stupid ass Yokozuna and Mabel when they're with their dumb big man forearms that WWE <laughs> always has. And then Vader gets in there. He's just clubbing everybody. Yeah. Never looks good, but always looks like it hurts. Yeah. That's Vader in a nutshell, I guess. For real. Uh, 
But uh, and Razor, I mean, I love his punches too. I always loved his strikes, and he was another guy that's kind of a rough around the edges, but mm-hmm. his stuff always looked good. And yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of expecting this to be more of a not not a squash, but I I expected it to be less fifty fifty than it was. Yeah, but um, made for a pretty entertaining match. Yeah, you have Vader doing all his you know power slams and his splashes. Oh my gosh. Um, there was that moment where um, Scott Hall connected with the, uh, you know, that super slam, that super slam off when uh, Vader comes off the top rope or second rope. Oh, like the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like catches him and stuff, you know, like the thing that Randy Orton does. Right. Yeah. And I was into like, a power slam. that's yep. a big dude, you know? Was, yeah. Even with the help of him coming off the top rope. I mean, that's right. impressive to get him right. over and. Um, and he does the electric chair to Vader, oh, too, and yeah. Vader's on the, <laughs> the top, and he, like, dude. carries him halfway across the rails. Razor, Razor's a huge dude. I mean, Ray- he never, yes. He, yes. it always gets, like, missed because he's always next to Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm, but Razor's mm-hmm. a 6'7 giant. He's jacked. I mean, dude. he's big dude. So I think next to Hogan, he was, a, like, slightly taller in a way. Because Scott Hall always yeah. shrugged to be Razor Ramon. Right, like so, he never stood straight up, but like, yeah, because he was he's he's a big guy. Yeah, shout out to the bad guy. Shout out, but uh, Razor, (laughs) (laughs) he goes for this match gave me incongestion. I got uh, Razor goes for the Razor's Razor's edge onto Vader, uh, but his ribs had been worked over the entire match with all the splashes and stuff. So Mm -hmm. he crumples, and Vader hits him with a slam. Hits him with a backdrop and then uh, just sits on him. Yeah, the, sit down. I sit down. Swanton. The rump shaker. Yeah, the, <laughs> which I think is what Rikishi called it, but it was just in the middle of the ring. <laughs> the Vader rump shaker. There we go. Hey. There we go. But, hey. uh, look, I mean that if you get hit with that, you're not getting up, dude. And, no way. No way. I, I think Razor that's the only not. time he's ever used that move too. Yeah, that looked like it was a, a shoot rump shaker. <laughs> <laughs> that was, he came down with all of his all of his four hundred pounds or whatever he is at this point. Brutal looking, but uh, yeah, that gets the win. So Vader wins. Razor's out of here, I guess. And then uh, I think Doc Hendricks comes out after. And oh, dude, dude! <laughs> he moonwalks out there to uh, <laughs> announce that it's going to be Vader versus Yokozuna at the next in your house. So in a month or so, and like I said. Vader had just broken Yoko's leg a couple weeks ago on Raw, so he's recovered pretty quickly. Is a miracle. (laughs) Um, But yeah, pretty good stuff. Anything else on that? No, I I just thought that, you know, still at this point, um, you know, Razor was over. Um, It looked like Vader was kind of getting over with the crowd a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, there was more Razor fans than anything else, you know? So I thought it was good. I thought it was a solid match for, for sure. For sure. For sure. But um, so you're a little older than me. So let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever talk to The Undertaker on AOL? No. What would that <laughs> well, be like? he, was a, he was available. I, here. I, yeah. When I saw this ad, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> He's in the, the room, the AOL chat room, whatever they call it, like the room that they're doing all right, this stuff. Right, it's, right, right, right. The lights are off. There's the blue light and Undertaker's just against the wall and is all gimmicked up. You have Paul Bearer's there by the computer. Oh! <laughs> yeah, so, right, right, right. Uh, don't know what a chat AOL chat looks, an AIM chat looks with uh What would be his, uh, do you think his, oh. his instant message thing would just be, you know, Undertaker 24-7 or? 
No, it'd be like rest in pussy 69 <laughs> or something. Um, what would Paul Bear's uh, AOM uh, I am is the messenger be? Bear, Barry McCockiner. <laughs> Barry McCockiner. Barry six, eight inches deep. Oh, hello. Man, we could do a whole hour on that. Dude, but, uh... dude. He would always like when he comes in, his like first thing he says is, oh, yes. Yeah, I could see that. Like the noise it makes when yeah. you log on. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, we'll, we'll workshop that a little bit. Um, we'll reach out to old Undertaker and see what his aim name was. But um, did you ever? Well, you didn't talk to the Undertaker, but did you ever own a WWF sports shirt and hat combination? No, but I want that though. That to me, to me, every time that they show these like uh, WWE, WCW, like e- even stuff from like uh, other wrestling promotions and stuff, anytime they show the catalog, like. Like, I don't know why I would just like, it's like, okay, I have to try to look for these, you know, it's fire. It dude, come on. It's funny. Cause watching it in 2023, like this is kind of like this stuff is back in style. Like yeah. this era of clothes. Yes. Like all the jackets and stuff is like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I wish this number was still active. <laughs> still active, <laughs> you know? Cause like, cause I seen you with the, like the button down, uh, the rock, right? You have the rock or you have a couple yeah, of the, them, right? You have the, the Roosevelt's, button the ups. Roosevelt's button ups. Like they've all kind of mimicked that like style, like the all over yeah. print and everything like that. And, like, you know, you have chalk line coming back with some similar mm. style jackets. So, like, you know, that stuff is to me dope. You know, like I I've, I don't know if you know, but like I, I go vintage shopping all the time. Right. So, like, that's some of the things I try to look for. And so, yeah, the hat, you know, so. I mean, Todd, Todd liked it. I mean, he, he there is no better way to look cool. To look cool. I don't know why the way he says cool made me laugh so hard. There is no better way to look cool. <laughs> I love Todd Pettengill, but he's such a corn dick. Did, oh, before I go back to move on, did you ever see anyone in your like elementary school, junior high, high school wearing like a wrestling shirt? I'm sure I did. I can't really okay. think of a specific, but like... Back then, wrestling shirts kind of, at least some of them, you could like blend in. Like, um, yeah, because you're like, like, you're like, like Austin 316. It's not today when now it's just Roman Reigns, this big, big dumb face on a shirt. And it's the bright colors and it's like the WWE logo right there. <laughs> like vice like, front and center. Yeah. God, as a goat. Oh my. Oh, dude. I hate that shirt. That new one that I, he has with the goat. Oh, I can't. No, I can't. You know, it's 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 better, though, that I always think it's so dumb when wrestlers just have a picture of their face mm. and they just wear the shirt of them. <laughs> it looks so dumb. Like Roman had like the Godfather influenced ones. Yeah, it always looks yeah. so silly when he came out. But it, it's it's it could work, but it also like has like its weird moments, you know, like yeah. obviously the the Brit Breaker moment thing with her uh, shirt that came yeah, out yeah, recently. Yeah. Um, um, and then like, but just, just in general. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. You did know? you, did you have uh wrestling shirts growing up? So I did. Cause, uh, I was in junior high during the time of the attitude era. Mm-hmm. And so like basically any wrestling shirt you wore at that time was like it, you know, it was almost like Monday through Friday would be something, you know what I'm saying? Not, not, not just the boys, but the girls too, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was pop culture at that point so it it wasn't wasn't weird dx was like it was either dx austin or the rock 
we're like the number one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's rough to wear a suck it shirt at school though. But oh my gosh, dude. Like one of our one of <laughs> our teacher is. one of our girls, one of our one of my classmates who was a girl, she wore that one time, like with the two words. Uh-huh. And like it didn't come it didn't hit the teacher's mind until like the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Suck it. It's like is yeah. this a wrestling thing? Oh my god. I mean, that's the best case scenario, I feel like. Like, what else would you be sucking? <laughs> He's just wearing a pool. You know, shirt teachers, teachers are weird when they're not in touch with like shit going on. They're just like, yeah. they, they just come off as awkward, you know. She's probably low key at wrestling. She's probably a closet China fan. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, Like the Mr. Sacco. I remember wearing a Mr. Sacco t shirt to, uh, to school and like the teacher was like, uh, what's, what is this about? Or, I was like, yeah, he has that's a, that's a tough one to explain. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he pulls the sock from his pants and then he puts it on and then he puts it in his opponent's mouth. I was like, you know how Mr. Roger has a puppet? It's like his tag team partner. This is what Mr. Sacco is. You, you did know? not just compare I, Mr. Sacco yeah, to Mr. I Rogers. Had to find, puppet. I had to find a way to keep wearing the shirt, you know. Like. <laughs> Always compare it to Mr. Rogers. Oh, come, on, come on, come on. Teachers love that. They do. But they also love pig shit, which <laughs> is in this next match. We got uh, the Godwins. The team of Henry O. Godwin oh and Phineas I. Godwin Ugh. with Hillbilly Jim accompanying. Mm. I don't know what the relation is there, but uh, they're probably cousins and also brothers. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> fathers, <laughs> too. Probably that's yeah. <laughs> Take it on the Body Donnas, the team of Skip and Zip. Zip. Who has the worst name in this match, do you think? Ooh, They're all tough. terrible. They're all These terrible. These are some of the worst match. Uh, Even worst names. including the God. You're talking about the Godwins too? Like like the individual name. All, yeah, yeah. All of them. All four of them have horrible Skip, names. Zip, and Rio Godwin, Phineas I. Godwin. Ugh. It's, uh, it's, it's all bad. I mean, Zip, like you couldn't find something else that rhymed with Skip. Right. You couldn't have gone Flip. Flip. Or, there you or go. Rip. You rip. know? Okay. Nip, nip, maybe. Nip, Pip. Pip. There we go. Maybe it's the third one. Pip. Well, there's two nips. Oh, what? You <laughs> stupid. It's sunny. It's sunny's tits, guys. <laughs> Talk about boobs. Talk about boobs. All right. Well, we're having fun. But uh, pig, Phineas. He uh, he starts the match. It's actually a very impressive spot. He spits a loogie up in the air, like oh, 10 feet in the air. That, that's a technical work. It. That's technical work right there. That, that was some Come good on. work right, right there. I mean, it was Come snug. It was, it was everything you want. Yes. But uh, he catches it in his hand, rubs it in his hand, Ooh. and then shakes his brother's hand, I guess. Mm. And then, then we're off to the races. But uh, that being said, thoughts on this match? <laughs> Dude, this was like I needed to make coffee. Like, this was so <laughs> bad. Like honestly, I don't. I, I, this is the only time I could um I could agree with the crowd because they didn't know who to cheer for and who I thought they were gonna cheer for. They were booing the Godwins. I thought they would be all over the Godwins. This seems like up their alley, you know. Like, I mean, more than uh, the, the wait. Did you say the Godwins? Yeah, I thought I thought okay, the, yeah, yeah. the crowd would be cheering more for the Godwins. You know, you would think maybe they're like maybe Nebraska and like Oklahoma don't like each other. No, where are the where are the Godwins from? They're from, uh, they're from like oh. uh, the south side. Like, uh, is it Louisiana? Something. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. We're we're, we're gonna do some re- research. We're gonna do here. some independent cool. research Godwins. right now. 
Godwin's Dummy Dummy Man. We got Bitters, Arkansas. Yes, damn it. That's uh. How about that name? Because that's exactly what I thought about this match. It's bitters. This is bitter. It was bitter. Hey, hey. Well, now I'm now I'm a Godwin's fan. Uh, because my 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 dad's side of the family is from Arkansas. Really? And okay. I don't know. If, have you ever been to Arkansas? I've Justin? been I've been past there driving to Texas, but I've never been okay. into Arkansas. No. So I don't mean to brag, but my family kind of runs Arkansas. I mean, really? we have uh, there's a Bird Fest. My last name's Bird. There's Bird okay. Fest, which is like a music festival. Okay. Um, I haven't been there, nor do I really want to go. But uh, there's also like like this huge outdoor park that mm-hmm. everybody go like so. If you ever go to Arkansas, just let them know. Bird, you know me, and yeah. Okay, bird. okay, yeah. Okay, the, the bird, y. bird, bird, birds. The you're, word. You're, yeah. Okay, we're not doing that. But <laughs> uh, so the God wins from Arkansas. They do not. Do they win this? I don't even know who wins this match. <laughs> no, they don't because uh, well, Henry hits the slop drop. Slop, the slop drop. drop. Yes. Onto, uh, I think it was Skip. Uh-huh. But then Sonny distracts the referee and they do a little twin magic. Zip slides in where Skip was. And then <laughs> Stupid Hog turns around and gets rolled up and gets beat. So the Body Donnas retain their tag team titles. And there's this whole like subplot with, I think it's Phineas has a crush on Sonny. Yes. And there's a whole, it's yes. a whole, it's all stupid, but yeah. It's funny because like I know Sonny was trying to like distract like get away from like Phineas and everything, but it's funny because like that's like the type of people that like cling on to her nowadays. Yeah. You See know. now, I mean, as long as you have a crisp twenty dollar bill, she'll do anything. Ooh. So. Well, you're gonna need more than that to pay her bail, but I, I digress. Hey, hey, hey. But it's you know what's so funny that you the way you described that last part of the match, the way it ended, was similar to a Dr. Seuss book, you know what I'm saying? The the guy wins do the dip on skip uh-huh. comes in zip to do the flip and now we get the win now we roll in our whip bars absolute <laughs> bar oh, oh man Vince loves it Vince McMahon loves oh, it guys I think Todd does there too. is no better way oh. to look cool <laughs> so you you've won that's the that's here. that's cool with three o's you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's a lowercase c with a lot of uppercase o's yeah, yeah, yeah. O. oh we gotta bring up the, the mule kick i think it was oh. phineas tried to do was it a botch because he does he like gets on his hands and then like kicks his feet like a horse i guess but there's nobody behind him and then he looks around he's like oh he's over there so he like pivots and it doesn't again it doesn't connect it looks dumb they're trying stuff i guess dude was, i was like confused i was like wait What's happening here? You know what I'm saying? It was just, it, and it felt like if I think the match was only supposed to be, I think the match was only like 20 minutes, but it felt like an hour, like watching it. There's no shot. This was 20 minutes. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe, maybe like total with entrances and stuff, but like maybe yeah, 15. Yeah. With, but with it that, felt yeah. it felt long though. Well, long is <laughs> could also be considered tall. And someone who's tall is Diesel. Who's in this next match? He's uh, going for the WWF title here as he faces off against his buddy, Shawn Michaels. Well, not his buddy at this point. Uh, the champion, new champion, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. It's a no-holds-barred match against Diesel. And, man, this 
Yes. Uh, the show up to this point has been whatever, but this this, this match made it a good show. Yes. I mean, yes. I had never seen this match before, but this is probably. I've always said Diesel's matches with Brett were my favorite Kevin Nash matches, and they still might be, but this one's right up there too. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I might put the. I don't know. In time, I'll. I'll yeah, because change from day what to day, year but. was it? Survivor Series '95, Brett versus Diesel. That was a good match. Yeah, they they also had a really good match at Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble 95. also too. Yes, yes, yes. But those were more like technical, really good matches. Where this one was kind of almost like an Attitude Era e kind mm-hmm. of match, where it was yeah. a lot of. I mean, it's no holds bars. You have weapons, but weapons and table spots like you didn't see that every day in WWF. So and to see that too. Don't in this forget match. The leg. Yeah, you don't see people ripping off people's legs and then hitting other people with it very much nowadays. But uh, yeah, lots. To, I mean, overall, though, this match. Yes. What do you think about it? Dude, um, this was a good match to come off of the uh, like the wrestling technical thing that the Iron Man match was, you know, yeah. and like up to this point, you just thought of uh, HBK as just like a pure athlete, you know. And so I thought these matches and then actually like uh, matches leading into the in the house um, until like SummerSlam, he's done variations of different styles. So then you kind of get to see like he's not just only like a wrestler and an athlete, but mm-hmm. he can actually do other things than just, you know, the super kick and just look flashy in the ring. Like he, he got pretty gritty in this one, you know? Yeah. I mean, from the very start, I mean, the way like the tone was set from the beginning, like Diesel comes out takes his vest off he from the ring throws his vest at vince right so he has like that edge to him and then sean comes out no dancing none of the mm-hmm. hip thrusting just walks out with just staring daggers into diesel they're both staring at each other as they come together in the ring right i thought like the intensity at the beginning was there awesome and i feel like yeah. that set the tone for the entire match but um like throughout this entire match like i believed it like there is mm-hmm. like believability that these guys hated each other that they wanted to hurt each yes. other because there's like a spot where like sean takes a chair from ringside but it gets like caught up in like the cords and yeah. stuff from the announce yeah. table yeah. but he doesn't care he doesn't he, he doesn't stop to like untangle everything he just rips it. yes he like rips yes. jerry's jerry lawler's headset into the ring yes. and hitting diesel with it like it was just intense from start to finish i thought but um like right from the beginning i mean it's it's a hot start you got Sean hitting a moonsault from the top rope mm-hmm. to the outside on the mm-hmm. diesel. You got Sean grabs a boot from the Spanish commentator, I guess, <laughs> to hit. It's a common theme. I guess that was some foreshadowing. Right, but, right. Uh, it hits diesel with somebody else's boot, which I don't know. Just Maybe just kick him. I don't know. Right. Um, but uh, <laughs> he's the champion. Who am I to tell him what to do? And then uh, diesel uses his wrist tape. To just choke out the ref for no reason. <laughs> just fucking uncalled for. It takes takes off the ref's belt, whips Sean with it. Then he hangs Sean over yeah, the rope. Yeah, over the rope. Yeah. Ooh, that was that was gnarly. And ch- hits him with a chair as he's hanging. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any other like spots in this one stick out to well, you? Well, I mean, like, yeah, you you mentioned that one, the the boot, and of course, we got to talk about the uh, Mad Dog Vashon, right, and his prosthetic yeah. leg, right? You know, what I'm saying using a man's prosthesis leg as a weapon. You know, what I'm saying it's- talk about having a leg up in the competition. You know, 
Wait, what would you say? I think you cut out. I said, uh, talk about having a leg up in the competition. <laughs> so um, we got, uh, yeah, does Mad Dog Fashad have any relation to any of these two? Or is he just, is he from Nebraska? I don't think he has any relation. I don't think, he, I don't remember if he's from Nebraska, but I know he Let's, was just like a, a legend. So, yeah. Um, Mad Dog Fashad, yeah, I bet he's from Nebraska. Oh, he's Canadian, so that's not very good. But maybe he li- oh, he lived in Omaha. He lived or he died okay. in Omaha. Shit, never mind. Um, did he die after this match? No. Uh, no, I, I guess think he, he died a little bit later. Nebraska, let's assume at this point. But um, yeah, I guess he had had a car accident earlier oh, in his. I don't yes, know at exactly yes, what point, yes. but had to amputate his leg from what looked like the knee down mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but he's ringside watching this match. They show him before this match, and I was like, that's a bit random, but whatever. He's a hometown guy. Right. But it ultimately comes into, into play at the end. Um, well, actually, before the end, we should say that Diesel jackknifes Shawn Michaels through the announce table, which, I mean, this is not like the modern-day announce table where it's like a styrofoam thing yes. that's meant to fall apart. Yes. It is just a table with a bunch of cords on it that are not meant to be slammed on. Right, right. The monitor looked like it hurts. Like, you remember like those, uh, those old like 90s, like uh, portable TVs, they had like those sharp corners. Like every time I see that spot, that's what I'm thinking that hurts the most is like when, uh, when he collapsed in the middle and they all just Mm -hmm. come down on his, uh, on his abs. I feel like he's getting poked, you know? Hell of a visual though. But yeah, I'm sure it felt like shit. Right. Um, and at this point, Vince is pissed. He's yelling at Diesel. Like, wow, let it be over. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. He's yeah, Diesel even grabs. He like slams Sean through the table and then immediately just goes and grabs the belt, goes into the ring, puts the <laughs> belt around his face. <laughs> so good. So good. But uh, Sean fights his way back up. Fire extinguisher. Yes. To Diesel. Yes. He's blind. Uh, and this is when Sean hits him with the chair with all the cords right, on it. Right. Hits the elbow drop, goes for the sweet chin music, but it's blocked. And Diesel hits a lariat. And then this is when Diesel goes out to old Mad Dog Vishon, grabs him, pulls him out, rips his leg off, goes to hit <laughs> Sean with it. But Sean hits him with a low blow, grabs Mad Dog's leg, hits Diesel with the leg, yep. and then hits him with his own leg the sweet chin music, and then that gets the win. So Sean retains the title. Diesel's out of here. But uh, what a match to go out on. Uh, yeah, Again, awesome match. Awesome match. Awesome match. And a, and a good match to come off of WrestleMania 12, too. Like, yeah. it, it was exciting. It was like, you know, there, I guess you could say, I mean, I know Mad Dog couldn't do but it was a stand-up. You know what I'm saying? A standing ovation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we got um that brings it to a close a very very unique match too yes. you didn't see this type of stuff at this point you had never really seen anything at least in WWE you know what would make it would better like you know this. what would make it better if like Sean took like whatever tape from the wrist tape that was left over and tied Mad Dog's foot to his Sweet Chin music foot and then it would be both of the his feet doing the Sweet Chin music you know what I'm saying the Mad Dog Sweet Chin music you know you know what? If it may, Mad Dog's leg, I mean, Mad Dog hey. is dead, but maybe his leg's still around. So, hey, somebody needs to get a hold Listen, of that leg. Listen, I'm telling you, that's the next episode for Hidden Treasures. 
<laughs> Mad Dog's leg. I mean, what else would Mad Dog have that anybody would give a shit about? Oh. I'm, I'm sure there's Mad Dog fans <laughs> listening that are screaming at me, but oh, we have to have this leg in the warehouse. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, good stuff there. But yeah, in your house seven. If you had to grade this show from S to F, what do you think you S to F? Ooh, I'm. You know what? Yeah, it was it was down there before this main event. It was there, but I'm gonna uh-huh. have to give it a C, a C, a C minus. Okay, you know, just because there was a lot of bad, but the one match is the mo- is the reason to, to watch it. You know what? I'll, you know, I'll bump it up to a B minus. That's because, I was thinking C plus myself because HBK and maybe, Diesel, maybe B minus HBK Diesel Vader and uh, Razor Ramon. You know, that's all you need to watch. Yeah, I think the entertainment per minute on this show was good. Like even like, look, the opening match with stupid Ahmed Johnson isn't a good match, but it's fun to watch him slither around there. <laughs> and you got the Ultimate Warrior Gold Dust stuff, which was it dragged a, a lot, but there was some entertainment there and. Yeah, it, they've definitely had worse shows. Yeah, oh, that's for sure. Yeah, that's Especially for sure. in this era. I mean, this is a a shining star. I thought, mm-hmm. but you know what else is a shining star? Okay. And I'm not talking about Primo and Epico. I'm talking about the Get Show <laughs> podcast. Once again, just thank you for making the time to uh, come on the for show, sure, talk a little sure. wrestling. Where can everybody find you and listen to you? Oh, uh, you can find me on the Get Show podcast on the Twitter, Get Show podcast on Instagram. If you can't find me there, you can find me on Marks and Mikes. Um, we will be doing the, uh, dropping an episode later on. We call it Get Your All Stars with a bunch of people that are, you know, affiliated with us and just, you know, doing nice. stuff. And then I got my uh, Lichon Diaries, which is mostly about like, me and Jizzy finding things on the internet and talking about adulting. So that's a thing too. Check that out too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Why don't you, uh, why don't you take us out with your best, um, with your best, uh, who, 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 who what impression can you do? Well, hmm. people that were on this show, let's see. Uh, Let, let's do, let's do an Ahmed Johnson impression. Ahmed let's Johnson. I don't have out. enough water to yeah. do an Ahmed Johnson, you know, so <laughs> Okay, just stares at people, it. you know, sweats. Yeah. You know what's funny? Oh, before you go, there's a dark yeah. match, a couple of dark matches on on this show that like actually were pretty. Mm. Well, I mean, they were decent. Like, but it had Undertaker and Mankind, and Savio Vega versus yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> that's that's Stone Cold in thirty years. <laughs> Give me a hell yeah! That's. Stone melting. That stone Steve. metamucil is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once again, thank you to Just from the Get Show Podcast for joining me on this lovely, lovely episode. Go check out the Get Show Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It's always many, many chortles are had listening to the Get Show Podcast. Great group of guys over there. So go check them out. Follow them on social media as well. Do all that. Follow me if you want. If you don't want to, I understand. I kind of suck. Um, that's what well, what else is there to do? Oh, I know. Hit it. WCWECWWF. Who's the hardest promotion? Eric or Vince or Polly. I think we can agree, though. It's mostly shit. So if you haven't listened slash watched this before 
I'll give you the quick rundown. Basically, what happens here is we look at this show and see if this show brought us the worst of 1996, the best of 1996. We also kind of look at the company as a whole and see if the in-ring, out-of-ring stuff has become the best, has become the worst among the three major companies in North America. And we keep doing this until we reach the end of 1996. And whoever wins, whoever has the most points, well, your boy, the hardest part of the ring, will buy a championship belt of uh, the company that wins. And what are these points, you ask, hypothetical listener? Well, they're based on many criteria, but the first of which is where we'll start by uh, whoever has the highest average pay-per-view grade. And we grade the pay-per-views or events or whatever the hell from a, a scale of S to F, S being the highest, F being the lowest. And yeah, in your house seven, good friends, better enemies. What are we thinking, gang? What are we thinking? Um, at least a C for sure. Um, I think it's better than in your house six, which we gave a B. Um, or is it though? I would say the peak of this show was better than in your house six. I think in your house six might've been better kind of just spread out more throughout the show. I think this one had more peaks and valleys in your house seven. So you know what, man, I think we throw a B at it. Maybe B minus, but I think it's definitely B worthy. There was a lot of, like I said in the podcast, man, even like the stuff that wasn't, and I quote, like quote unquote good, it was very entertaining. It was very entertaining. The, the entertainment per minute, as I think I said in the podcast, is uh, kind of what's important here. So we're going to throw a B at In Your House 7. I think that's fair. So we then go back to this tab and we look at the averages. And this takes into account, obviously, all of the pay-per-views that have happened up to this point in 1996. And as of right now, WWF still has the highest average grade of a B. So pretty consistently good so far, WWF. I guess ECW would have a D and WCW would have a D minus. I don't know. But point is, WWF is still in the lead there. So we bring us to the overall scorecard here. Best overall average grade. Gets six points, which, as I mentioned, is WWF. So they get six points. And as of right now, I should say, the overall score is WWF is sweeping the board with 22 points. WCW and ECW both with zero, but we got a lot of year left. A lot of things happening in 1996. So no one is out of the woods yet. So best pay-per-view of 1996. I think, did I give WrestleMania an A? I think I did. So I guess WrestleMania 12 would still be the best of the year so far, which is WWF. So WWF maintains those points. And uh, worst pay-per-view, still Super Brawl, 1996. Obviously, this show was not the worst. Um, best. So which company has the best overall in-ring at this point? Currently tracking WWF. Did this show change that at all? I don't think so, man. I mean... ECW, I think ECW has the tools. They just haven't shown them yet. WCW even too, because in WCW, we're not at the cruiserweight division yet, really. So um, as of right now, I think we'll keep it at WWF, which uh, gives them four points. Best match, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. You know what, man? It's, this isn't going to change the points at all because it's still WWF. 
But I think we're going to... I enjoyed Shawn Michaels and Diesel more than I enjoyed Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania. So, again, still WWF, but I think Shawn and Diesel takes the lead here. I feel like it's been a while since we had like a change on this, but... Um, yeah, Sean and Diesel, I fucking loved it, man. Super, super entertaining. Great drama. Believable. Good stuff. And, you know, Mad Dog for Sean's leg, which I don't think any other match this year has had. So, uh, worst match. Ooh. So was, was Goldust and Warrior a match? I guess technically, right? It was a count out. Brother. So right now we're tracking Hogan and Giant from Super Brawl as the worst match. I think we might give this one to Warrior. I think we got to, right? God, it was just fucking bad all around. I mean, it wasn't a match, first of all, but it was. And I could I could forgive it if the hullabaloo around it was good, but it wasn't. You got Mantard, a fedora. Yeah, dude, we gotta we gotta change this. I think Ultimate Warrior versus Gold Dust in your house seven. Wow, we got the best match of the year and the worst match of the year on one show. How about that? Um, yeah. So that becomes WWF. So now WCW has a point because they no longer have the negative of having the worst match. And WWF loses a point, still very much in the lead. But now WCW is back on the board with one point. <laughs> so when it's slow, the, the hair beats, beats off the turtle or whatever the saying is. Um, roster, star power, best overall. You know what? We'll just keep it at WCW for now. But there's a lot of flux about to happen. So I can't say anything on this show would really change that. So we're going to keep it at WCW, but we'll we'll keep an eye on that. I think that one's definitely going to gonna flip-flop a little bit. Um, wrestler of the year, Shawn Michaels. I mean, he just had another <laughs> best match of the year, so it's hard to say otherwise. So. We'll, we'll keep it at Sean for now. Worst wrestler of the year, Hulk Hogan. I don't think it's Ultimate Warrior simply because of the fact that I don't think he wrestles a lot this year. So when Hulk Hogan's just all over the place, but um, yeah, and especially as of this point, pre NWO, I mean, everything Hulk Hogan turns to shit. So <laughs> everything he touches turns to shit. So, um, Anyone else? Ahmed Johnson? No, because he's still entertaining. Skip? Zip, perhaps? Godwins? No, I think I think Hogan still has that for now. Mm, yeah. Out of ring. So which company overall has the best out of ring stuff? So gimmicks, characters, promos, storylines, what have you. Right now, we're tracking WWF. Um, I guess, yeah, WWF, because you got the underlying stuff, even though it wasn't represented on this pay-per-view, you still got Mankind and Undertaker kicking off, you got, um, 
Sean and Diesel, which is I guess technically is still ongoing. Um, even though that's obviously Diesel's about to leave, Razor's about to leave. So th- th- again, this is another one that's probably going to change a lot here pretty soon. But we'll keep it as WWF because not no none of the other companies really have much going on. You could you could argue uh, ECW. They have some good stuff, but it's like very few and far between. Whereas I think WWF's a little bit more consistent throughout. So um we'll keep that WWF best character storyline. Now we're tracking gold dust, but as per <laughs> the worst match, I think he's still a great character, though. Even though he's not in a particularly good feud as of right now, I think the strength of his character is far beyond anything that anyone else is doing up at this point. But mind you, we're approaching the summer of 1996, so we got some new world orders. Might might change some things, but we'll keep it gold dust for now. Worst character, Dungeon of Doom. Um, do we throw Mantar and a fedora in there? <laughs> no, nah, it's still Dungeon of Doom for now. And that's it. So we got a new best match and a new worst match of the year so far. Sean and Diesel as the best warrior and gold dust as the worst. So very eventful show with that in mind. But that about wraps it up. So, yeah, WWF with 21. WCW with one, ECW with zero. So, but a lot of year to go, like I said. So, but I think that about does it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for tickling my nipples. And thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You are a pal and a confidant. Okay, yeah, I had to look the lyrics up. Go fuck yourself. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. Can I make the Golden Girls song my new theme? We'll workshop it. How, how's it sound? Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. That's how we, this is how we end the show now. like it maybe 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 that's the new song we'll 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 we'll, we'll sit on it we'll sleep on that one i'm hard